uh. after the gig. I'm gonna take a swig <coughs> of my favorite tea. <coughs> yeah. This podcast is just Jesse and me. Oh, uh, yeah. That was pretty old Word school. Life. That was cool. <clears throat> that was awesome. It's been a while. Short and sweet. It's been a while. I'm rusty. How long has it been? Since we did a podcast or since, you know. Since we did a podcast. I don't know. It's been a long time. I just, you know, it's like I, I pull up at these, uh, my podcast app and I see you're out there podcasting with other people and it's just, it's infuriating. <laughs> it's infuriating. Honestly. I bet it must be. It is. I'm like, this is It's like, wow, all these shitty people keep coming on the show. Dude, and it's then... like you listen to these guys like, oh, well, I think songwriting is really important. I'm like, oh, I'm Scott Terry from Red Warning Blue. And I like to write songs when I drive in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've been playing phone tag with Scott recently. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him in a little while. Isn't that the worst? Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, you know, he. You know how close he and I are. Right. It is really hard to get him on the phone. It is really hard to get him to like call you back. Yeah. But then once you're on the phone, it's like Scotto and I will will no shit talk for four hours, no problem. Do you ever feel? This is I'm projecting, but mm -hmm. do you ever feel when you can't get somebody on the phone or you keep playing phone tag? You think that that person hates you for some oh, random reason? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Even when they're on the phone, I just assume that they hate me. Of what, course. Is everything okay? Dude, mm. so my my buddy Hunter, who I've known my entire life, I have not I had not been able to get in contact with him for the longest time. And I seriously was just like, you know, the last time I really talked to him, his dad died like a little a little bit bit ago and we were in Jersey. And uh and I was just like the whole time he's not calling me back. I'm just like did I do something at the funeral? That was I drunk? I just Dude, like, I did I do worst. something? I am the worst when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, because I think I think I always did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like of my course. my cousin, my cousin's my accountant. Mm -hmm. So I went to his office, and I'm just weird when it comes to death. Anyway, when when people's you know, family members die. Like, I don't know how to react. Mm. Um, I try to do the right thing, but it's just such a weird thing. I, I always just do um, like do nothing. I'm so sorry. And then I just, yeah. I never talked to him. I didn't again. like him anyway. Why, why did I say that? No, I just don't. I, I just wait until they're ready to come back sure. to our friendship. Because, <laughs> <laughs> cause some, there's been some people that like, you know, you say sorry. And then, I then I never talk to them again. Yeah. And it's not I mean it's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I I don't know. I I've, I have actually the same thing going on with with uh a friend of mine who I'm not I'm not going to I told you with Scott. Uh, the same things happening happening with me and Dan right now. Dan Mills? Yeah. I love that guy. Me too. But but he's acting like a real asshole right <laughs> now. Like a real asshole. <laughs> I've been trying to catch up with him and get a hold of him for months. Yeah, months. Yeah. He had a second kid. He works. He's like the like a director, a director of all things like artistic at uh, Wistia. Wistia is a video. Um, it's a video company that tracks analytics and stuff like that. But they have. Mm. 
it, it, he used to make beats and, and music and then it turned to videos and then at advertising and stuff like that. It's like a big deal. He's, he's a pretty high up in this, what was a startup and it's a pretty yeah. sweet company. But <clears throat> every time, every time I talk to, or like we talk to each other, it's, it's like two seconds. He asked me a question and it's like, Oh, all right. Yeah. See you later. And then I don't hear from him forever. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, especially with you, with you people who have kids and stuff like that. I know, but I feel like I did something wrong. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> like what did I, I, I understand that feeling all too well. Yeah. I actually, that's, I think that's like the one thing that I'm actually good at because I actually, I, I, I burn a lot of calories reaching out to people. Like uh, if you ask, you know, even, you know, just even like Scott Mulvihill and, and, um, you know, um, my buddy Kyle who plays bass in, um, um, who's the, who's the lady that just took, uh, Ellen's spot. Someone took Ellen's spot. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. Ellen, the talk show host. Yeah. I didn't realize that she'd already been who's replaced. The, who's the, who's the American idol winner american idol winner oh uh, kelly clarkson kelly clarkson kelly yeah. clarkson's taking ellen's spot yeah that's news to me because really she, kelly clarkson has had a talk show for a while and she's like, good at that i like i love kelly clarkson yeah i think she's great yeah so like i, kn- I know him through ty because he plays in Katy perry's band right and um you know it's like he ain't he ain't reaching out to me you know what I mean? Right. And I, and I just like, I like him. He's like a super nice guy. And so like, I go out of my way to like, to, to reach out to people and stuff. You're like always that. like that though. You'll, you'll befriend somebody. You'll be the one that makes the most effort in the beginning, in the beginning. Totally. And then, and then totally. when it's reciprocated, I'm sure then, then friendship blossoms. Yeah, but, but even that it's like, I'm just, I go out of my way to like, make sure, you know, if I don't hear from people for a while, I will, I yeah. will always make the effort. Yeah. Um, you know, but if I, but if it's like people are hard to get a hold of, I do the same thing that you do. I go, this is oh, crazy. Oh, they hate me. Well, and a lot of it has to do with, the fact that we live in Providence. So I'm not in, you know, I'm not getting called for gigs in Boston anymore from yeah. people that I used to play with in Boston. Yeah. Dan lives down the street from me <laughs> and I, and I, ne- I don't see he's him. Defi- I mean, he's definitely mad. At he's you. definitely mad at me for something. <laughs> um, and I, re- I realized that when I did the, the records re- revisited podcast and we reviewed the uh, John Mayer album, when we were talking about something, we were talking about drummers that John Mayer has gone through and how I thought that Steve Jordan was not the perfect drummer for, for, um, John Mayer in every scenario. And Dan heard that and was like, I'm never talking to you again. Well, he actually, the last time I talked to him, he said, cause I said that continuum wasn't my favorite album. Cause everything, everything changes from like, I'm sure at one point it was, but then I like to listen to the new stuff and I go back to it. Agreed. I mean, born and raised is better. Yeah. The live album is better. Um, search for everything is better. Uh, the thing is all the way through from start to finish, like in the time that it was recorded and written, whatever in the time and place that he was in, it, it probably, it probably is the best album. It's not my favorite to listen to anymore just mm-hmm. because it's one of those things that you, you wear out. Mm-hmm. But he called me really quick and said, which one's your favorite album? <laughs> like he was mad about it. 
I said, I don't know, maybe <laughs> born and raised or like search for everything. And he goes, oh, all right. Well, I just got back from New York, so I got to go be a dad. Yeah. Haven't heard from him since. That was that phone call. Well, I, w- I will tell you. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 before. But the, th- the reason why I think that he might be mad at me is because when I was saying that about Steve Jordan, I referenced the MTV Unplugged or the VH1 Unplugged uh, show with John Mayer years ago. And I said that I was there, which I wasn't. Why did you say that you were there? It was one of those things that like Dan was there. Dan went and told me all about the experience. And I basically, you you co-opted that memory. I used, I used what he drew from that experience (laughs) in this conversation. And I realized it. I I realized that I did it after the fact. (laughs) Dude, that is hilarious. But is that like a crazy person thing to do? No, th- there was actually, this is a, a serious tangent. It made the story, it made the story more interesting the, in, in, you know, selfishly for me totally, when I was talking totally. about it. There's a whole This American Life episode about people co-opting like memories and being like, that was me. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a natural thing to but do. But I know so. it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> lied. I lied. And that's, you know, whatever. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, just to make the story better or to give yourself validity. You right. Know, change right. it a little that's bit. That's what it was. And I didn't need to people do that. Do, people do that all the I time. I didn't need to do it because I'd seen him a million times. I'd, I'd seen him live, like, in really cool scenario. Maybe not as cool as that. Maybe yeah. I thought, oh, this would be cool if they think that I saw him at <laughs> MTV. <laughs> Unplugged, which I fucking didn't. I watched it on TV. I watched. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I watched it three months. I watched it three months later on VH1. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, but it feel it doesn't feel good. It might no. be amazing, but it doesn't feel. Good. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny though that you did that. Yeah. Um, well, at least I can come clean now. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. I mean, nobody asks me to do anything. What do you mean? Someone asked you to like be on their podcast and people ask you to like, you know, play music with them and stuff like that. You know, but I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I was just like, all I ever wanted to like do was be busy, you know, like make, you know, make a good living and be busy. You know, and there was, there was a time like when I lived in Seattle, I was very busy, but it was all like everything of my own making, you know, it was just like, well, nobody's asking me to do shit. So well, that's all everyone's stuff is. It's all of their own making. Like, I, don't, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do those, those things if I didn't like ask to do them. You know, the only reason why I was originally on that podcast was because I had a podcast and Ben is a big fan of carbon leaf. He did. He did um, in Orlando th- the VIP thing mm-hmm. where we hung out on the bus, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he was like, "Oh, you should do it." And the whole the whole reason, you know, his his uh, the reason why he would have me on, who who is like a pretty lesser known person in the band, would be would be to eventually get you guys, get Barry, get Terry. He got Terry. Let's when he when you say you guys, let's be honest. Barry and Terry. Barry Terry Carter. <laughs> yeah. um, but then but then I referred him to Kellogg and then Kellogg referred him to a bunch of people. So there's this thing that he, that Ben posts called the Jesse Humphrey referral trail. And it's like <laughs> that's funny. It's like 30 people or yeah. something. Um, 
but I don't know. Like I, the only reason why I do anything is, is because I fucking just bug people. Yeah. That's it. Now I need to start bugging you about playing a guitar on my song. I want to get that over with. I can show you the, the tracks loaded up (laughs) on this computer. Cool. I can't play guitar in my apartment when there's a baby in there. <clears throat> yeah. And but you been, do like once a week you play guitar and sing. I haven't done it in a while. Really? Yeah. Um, let's, I'm not here to place blame. Listen, it sounds like this is a dressing down. <laughs> I need to get Barry to sick sing it. on the tune too. I just want to, I just want to finish it. It's like this song has been like, in my brain and on like my i played all of like i played everything and sang everything on it and it's been sitting there for i mean two years at this point it's just like i just want this to get done yeah just to to do it i understand i understand um i uh i had some experiences with some online dating jesse online dating Dude, what's that? I went on an online dating app, the Bumble one. Bumble's the one where they have to contact you, right? <clears throat> the Yeah. So the you go on yeah. and you will be like, I like you. I don't like you. I like you. I don't like you. And if you go, I like you. And they also go, I like you. Then it's like, boom, you have a match. Now, then you have to sit and wait. Bumble specifically, you have to sit and wait for them to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. The... The whole thing is a total shit show. I mean, it's like, if you it's so uh, crazy, I don't know if my ego could handle that. It is could handle just not getting replied to it's you ever. I, I got ghosted so much like it, it in the way that you're just like, why? And especially like <clears throat> when you're bef- like, when you start and you're not used to it, it's just like, you're sitting there like, why? Why? You know what they I mean? Would like t- they would talk to you, but and then just go go away. Either that, or you'd match, and then they would never reach out to you and be like, "Well, why did you sweat? Why did you play with my heart like that?" That's, but so, so it was like very few like actually work out where you go out on like dates with with people and stuff like that. And even then, even fewer like are you know that fun or anything. Well, like you're that. very selective. When it comes to these things, I mean, I, I watch you <coughs> scroll through and you, what's, what's the one where you accept them is swipe right or left? Right. I think. Right is, is yes. let's talk or whatever. So you would very rarely, very, very so, rarely swipe right. right true. Anyway. And I'll tell you why, because like, which I think is admirable. Like a while ago, you like you have to get to the point, or at least I had to get to the point where it was like, okay, I want to like this person, whatever is on this first page and like their blurb and and their pictures and stuff. I have to be so excited about them to swipe right because otherwise, what you do is you swipe right, and I had a bunch of experiences where like I I would be like I guess. I guess I think this per- this person is like kind of cute or cool or whatever, and I'd swipe right and he'd be like, "You matched," and my body would be like, anxiety, and like, just it would fill me with anxiety and be like, "Oh my god, I have to talk to this person now." I don't think I like this person at all. You know what I mean? And luckily, they ghost on you almost all the time. 
It's crazy. Um, but one of my favorite things to do was to take screenshots of things and, and send them to, I'm going to, I'm on a text chain with like Ty and cousin Polly and, um, Jacques Willis from it's weird that I'm not on that, uh, any of these. I can chains. add you to it if you want. If no, it's you, fine. If you want to be on it. It's, it's fine. It's hilarious. It's like any, like any screenshot from any moment of that text chain would end all of our careers. <laughs> like no kidding. Like, I guess we're not famous enough to get canceled or whatever, but like, it's just like the whole point is to just like be just the craziest right. you can be. And right. and these guys are all, you know, lifetime musicians. So they're all like told, you know, Ty is like, you know, I don't mean to blow up his spot, but he's, he's like a total derelict, you know, and <laughs> so am I. And Jacques, is. and Jacques is the biggest derelict of all of the derelicts. Right. So it's just like, it's nuts. So it's super fun. So I, I, most of these, I can't read, read on the podcast just cause it's like, it's super weird. There's a whole lane of younger people that are just like, that just want you to send them money. What? They just want you to send, send money. Like, oh, what is, it, what is that called? It's called something. Someone's Jimmy's at the home, door. Jimmy's home. Jimmy's home. Jimmy's home. This is going to be a funny, a funny scene for him. Jimmy's home. Jimmy. Jimmy's home. Jimmy's home. Jimmy's home. <laughs> Just uh, podcasting. Yeah. Um, it's on video this time too. And your leg, your legs glowing. Yeah, your phone's on in your pocket. Oh yeah. Yes, it is. Is that your leg, or are you just happy to? Yeah, it's, it's fine. <clears throat> um, I think it's called sugar daddying or something like that. That is what it's called. It's it, so ridiculous to me. And it's like, I just, I wanted like, I'm like, I wish I was so rich that I could teach these young people a lesson. You know what I mean? Just like give them a steady stream of revenue for like three weeks <laughs> and then just take it away. And then just buy. Like, That's right. You don't have the power. I have the power. Yeah. I just, and then your rich buddy that you make, <clears throat> someone familiar, is hanging out with him. And you're like, no, 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 no. I just, yeah. I just taught her a lesson. Stop. Stop. Stop that. Stop doing that. There's a lesson to be taught here. It's just the most bizarre thing. And people, you know, it's just like, you'll be like, you'll be like, oh, th oh, this, this person's very attractive. And you'll swipe right and you'll match. You're like, oh my God, I can't wait to go out on a date with this person. And then they're like, okay, so this is the deal. Like you can buy the boyfriend package where it's, you know, you, you pay me, you know, whatever, $120. And these are the services you get. And you're like, what? I think way too much of myself for it's that type of shit. What's that? It's prostitution. It is. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But it's just, or is it just to hang out? <clears throat> well, it, de I guess it, it, I guess it depends, depends on, on how level. much you pay. Yeah. It's just crazy. I never got that far. Yikes. Cause I'm poor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason. Yeah. No, but it's just crazy. So, um, <laughs> but like people get on there with all kinds of just like, crazy stuff. So I picked this one out f for, to show you. And this says, uh, 39 years old, teenage son at home, not too many big hangups looking to make friends and date. No black men. Wow. I was like, do you know how insane that is to put not, a, not 
not too many big hangups. First of all, that was what was beforehand, but this is also an app that you have to, and then sw- the biggest hangup and then the biggest hangup. This is also an app that you, that you have to swipe, right? So you can, you could have that, that thing in your brain. Like you don't have to, you don't have to advertise. You don't have to call your own self out on that. Not only is it, you have to match with them. So you are swiping, right? You also have to be the, they, she has to be the first one. Right. So you're basically saying, this is the person that I am. Yeah. It's like a Swipe real, it's a real self call out. It Which, was, it was very alarming. Um, here's one. Uh, I lived in Chicago for 10 years. I'm also Southern. I have a dog. Um, I like coffee and kayaking, blah, blah, blah. If you're posting with Star Wars stuff, stuff, swipe left. <laughs> and I was like, left? Oh, oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Here's- the, pro- the profiles, it's because you have to tell them, you have to let them know all about you, but also mm-hmm. maybe make it a little funny, make it not too... It's impossible. It's crazy. Because, it's impossible. Because you're going to sound like a crazy person no matter what. It's impossible. <clears throat> it's like, and you never know what like people will latch on to. You right. know what I mean? Like you don't want to sound conceited. Okay. So this one was my favorite one of all time. Okay. And it made me S mad. <laughs> made me BRM. Yeah. Blood red mad. Uh, okay. I love, and these are all told with emojis. I uh, loves snowboarding emoji painting uh the word food and then the emoji for beer the word adventures the emoji for ice hockey uh and the emoji for football and in all caps with one two three four five exclamation points i cannot stress this enough don't stress it enough no so and there's a there's a, a double dot after this so that so there's a list coming. No. Number one, musicians. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame her. No, I can. <laughs> because the other things on this list are doctors. No, no, no. <laughs> no Lawyers. No musicians. No liars. No cheaters. No games. And no bullshit, dude. The so amongst liars, cheaters, games, and bullshit, the only other thing on that list is musicians. Right. That drove that drove me crazy. I feel like all I, these ridiculous. Dude, can we make a can we make a uh, a uh, after the gig T shirt and says after the gig and on the back it says no musicians, liars, cheaters, games, or bullshit. <laughs> Okay, make it right now. <laughs> Maybe make a sticker. Chris, Liars, Christosis, no can you make that for us, please? Um, yeah, I just there, there's there's someone that I know that also kind of goes in in a a strange direction, like like an acquaintance of mine that I that I know is on these dating apps and um and kind of turned it into a source of. Uh, a source of content they'll go on and automatically not not want to interact with anyone like even if they match it's like 
this is a hard this is going to be a hard sell yeah. because they go on and anything that the dude says anything it's taken as a negative or it's taken as you know like hey do you want to go to whole foods later and pick up some food it this person will reply like what makes you think that i would want to do that or blah 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 and then we'll like take the conversation, a completely reasonable thing, call the dude a douchebag and post it all over the internet. And it's like, uh, yeah, I think you're, I think you're the problem. I've, I have seen some of that Yeah, where I'm just like, Oh man, this, who hurt you? This poor guy was just, just trying trying to get a date. Nice. Trying to be nice. Trying to get a date. Who, who hurt you? Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. So, you know, I was, um, I was text. I was so. If you talk to someone for a little bit quickly, what I like, what I did was I was like, I was like, all right, do you want to start texting? You know, do you want to get off? Because right. opening up the app to like talk to someone the whole time. Right. That's I was like, do you want to start step. texting? So I was in the car and I was taking a road trip, and I I did, I was voice to texting, and I took a screenshot of it, and. uh and what I wanted to say, she was asking me about, about like drives and I was explaining via voice text, not, not like I was voice to texting, not like sending her right. my own voice, yeah. um, voice to texting. And I was saying like, Oh, you know, that it's sure this is a very long drive, but like, this is sort of what I do. I'm used to being behind the wheel and, and I love it. And what I said was, I can't wait. I'm excited about the time in the car by myself. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll turn around now. (laughs) And and I did that and it went boop, send. And I look at it and I was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. And I said, and then immediately I said, holy fucking shit. Autocorrect is such a jerk. (laughs) Because I definitely don't love you. I know. It's like I don't even know. I don't even know you. Yeah. Oh, look at what it's look like what I this, actually look what this lady said. Oh, this one's just for you. Okay. <laughs> That's in her profile. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, here we go. Here's one that says feet picks for money. Feet picks for money. Feet picks for money. All right. So I was like, I mean, I don't know if I was lucky or unlucky, but I've never been on a dating, a dating app. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a fun, it's like a fun little game because it's a, it's a fun, it's really fun. It's so normal now. If the price, if the price weren't your emotions, you know what I mean? So that's a good point. It is, it is fun. And it's, and it's interesting and like taking screenshots of like the crazy shit that people say and sending mm-hmm. to your friends is like really fun. Yeah. Um, and making connections with people. I mean, is, is uh, I personally like, I mean, I'm an extrovert, so I personally like, liked that part of it and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's just like when it doesn't work out and you're like trying, you know, trying to go, on a date with someone that you like are have decided you really like or going on a second date with someone that you've decided you really like. Um, 
and and they just don't want to have anything to do with you. It's just like it it, it really has nothing to do with you in that sense because they don't even right. really know you that they well. Don't know you. And it could be anything, but it's like your emotions are just like, like, oh. There must like, be so much like non-committal stuff. Like if someone swipes on you, you match, they talk to you and then, you know, maybe it's going somewhere and then try to set something up. I, I imagine it's like, a li- it's harder to get to that next. Yeah. That, th- to break that barrier of the internet. <clears throat> and it's. Yeah. And it's also like, I'm sure that people, you know, especially someone, if, if you're sitting there thinking like, oh my God, like this person's so attractive and like, they seem so cool. And like, I, I really want to go out on a date with them. There's probably 20 other people that are in that same, you know, that's crazy. That same thing. I don't I couldn't handle that. It's, I mean, that's the thing. The prices, the price to pay is how you feel about yourself and and your self-worth and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty crazy. Dude, a long time ago, this was in the Palm Pilot days. I had this little, uh, I think it was called a trio. Yeah. Is what it called? That's that's a Palm Pilot. And so so there was no texting at the time. It was you would send emails. And this is when I was like just starting to tour. And I was on the road. And and right before I left, I I made a connection with with a lady. And... I was like really excited. I was like, Oh my God, like I'm really excited about this person, but I had to, I had to leave. So I could, didn't go on a date, you know, or whatever. We were just like talking and she was like, yeah, you know, when you get back, like let's, you know, hit me up and we'll, we'll go, we'll go out. And I was like so excited. Yeah. So it was like the tour was wrapping up and I'm on my Palm pilot. I'll never forget this. I was like, I was like this. I was like typing and I was like, Oh, I'm going to send her a, send her an email pull up my email and what I wanted to say was hey um, I'm coming home on Thursday finishing up my tour it was really good I would love to see you let's go out let's go out you know I'll uh, you know I'll call you as soon as I get home hope to hear back from her literally typed out I apostrophe M C O M I G C O M I N G H O and then I accidentally hit return, which was send. <laughs> I sent this girl an email that said, I'm coming oh home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was. Oh, like, I'm coming. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Was there any response? Oh, I am. I sent a, a follow up email uh-huh. immediately. Oh, sorry. That was for the other, the other girl. Yeah. We eventually, we eventually did go out on on some dates. That's cool. Those. So, so she had a sense of humor. Oh, well, that's good. Which is important. Yeah, she was probably like, "There's no way. There's no way." <laughs> She's like, "What is? I this need to email? know. Yeah, I need to know what happens. I want. I need to follow up. On I need this. to know what happens next year. <laughs> this guy sounds like a train wreck. <laughs> Crazy. I was talking about. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the? Um, about I the, just do my dumb shit in person. Oh, dude. Dude, you know what I said? So, you know, I work a, a retail job this last year. Of course. I, there, there was a, um, a, a girl that worked there just, you know, attractive and, and stuff like that. Not, right. <laughs> I know where you're going. Dude, I was I not, this. I was not just like, not, not necessarily my type. She's 
you know, not interested in me. I'm not, I wasn't even trying to do anything, but whatever, for whatever reason, every time I talked to her, I said something ridiculous. Like, like what? she came down and was like, I'm trying, I'm trying to do this in a way. I, I was like, I don't want to blow up my spot as to where I work. You know? uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but she came down. Um, there's like a couple sections of the, of the place that I work. I like to see you go get those boxes. <laughs> I like to, I want to, I like to want to see it. I want to wear your skin to my birthday party. <laughs> do I uh, come, do I come see, see me? No, she Outside came, of she came place. down and she was like, Oh my God. She's like, Oh my God. I want that. Yeah. So bad. And I was just like, I was like, Oh my God, we had one in stock. And, and my, and my, my buddy who works with me is sitting right next to me and, and he knows that I've just keep saying right. like ridiculous stuff. Right, right. And I go, I go, Oh, if I knew that you wanted it, I would have just pulled it out for you. Right. And my face, uh-huh. my face just got hot, like, like so hot, so hot. <laughs> and she was like, cool. Okay. Thanks. And like, I don't think she, it even registered and she walked away and I just stared forward and I just hear my, hear my buddy just next to me, just laughing. <laughs> He's just laughing. He was like, dude, you just told her if she wanted it, you'd pull it out I'd for pull her. Pull it out for her. Oh my God. I was like, why did I have to word it that way? That's just what you wanted to do. Uh, I guess so. Hey, so crazy. That's your brain saying exactly what it wanted to say. Freudian slip, I guess. It's like, hey, this is what, this is what we want. So bananas, dude. Pull it out, so pull embarrassing. It out for you. So embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you know what I you know what it's I love timing. you know what I love is beverages. We're we're video recording. Hi, hola, video people. First time, first they can, time. They can see. Um, we are in my. Uh, I guess what is this dining room? This is dining room. It's the dining room, and I've got my jungle here. The jungle is more in the winter because I bring all the outside plants in. So, um, I've got my jungle here. I've got my, um, I guess you can't see all of my stuff, but I've got my, my nerd posters. I've got my red one and blue pride, the cold lover, um, original art album cover. We should do some B roll after this and then we'll just plant that. We'll sh- in all sh- show it around. Stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got just all my nerd stuff. And then what is that a map of? That dude, you don't recognize that dude, West Elizabeth. Oh, that's right. New Austin down there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lemoyne. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption map. I've never because it looked. Where'd you get that from? Because it, it looks like an act, like a you know, a dude, real map. You don't remember waiting in line to? Uh, that was part of that. That was part of it. Oh, I didn't know that. And I just framed it. Um, this is my. This is one of my favorite possessions. This one right here, we'll have to show that. That's um, the uh, Scott Terry did that for my birthday. And he, he put a video on on Instagram. It was, I think, it was of his stories of him making a few of those. Yeah, it's so it's ridiculous. <clears throat> it's amazing. I mean, and, and the 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 incredible the the um uh the lyrics that I chose that I that I wanted was this is the end of the loneliness and the emptiness and the reign of the second best of being underdressed and being second guest. We are done cleaning up the mess. 
uh, and living underground, being lost and found. We are the tallest blades of grass around. That was a good uh, Scott Terry at the end there. Dude, I love Scott. The biggest blades. That was yeah, because you know what happens to the tallest blades of grass. You get cut. See you later. Done. See you later. They're done. Um, so I'm just looking down here at some entertainment news. I'm trying to work on some new new segments for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I thought entertainment news would be fun. Okay. Or some kind of music news. But some of these things here are just not that interesting. Mariah Carey calls her Rachel hairdo attempt sad. But Jennifer Anderson digresses or disagrees. I can't read either. So this is just not going to work. Wait, what does that say? Something about Mariah Carey's hair and... She got 1988 Mariah Carey hair. Very rare. Very rare. Mom jeans and a derriere. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Matthew Perry news. It's just just nothing. Still on drugs. Here's the problem. There's nothing that interesting going on. So Why why is... Why is pop culture and entertainment and the like? It's all so of this. It's it's such like nonsense. All of it. So I will tell you that is not to me. I don't, and I don't think. I think we're too old because I think the people that are actually like pop culture, we don't even know. Like when I when I see like um, the people that kids know these days, I'm like. Who is oh, that? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I sat... That's true. <clears throat> I sat uh, watching YouTube videos with a young person recently, and I stood up against the TV, and, and I was like, all right, start this, because I was I was so pissed. I, I, I started it, and I was like, okay, stop. It was like five seconds. I was like, stop. Let me explain to you why this is so stupid. <laughs> seriously and and like the guy was the guy came up and was like was like oh hey uh you know like it's it's those there's really quick cuts those quick edits right and it's all that and those quick edits they're not doing anything and and i'm painting in broad strokes i'm not I'm, i'm i'm talking generally but like these videos that these these kids were watching i was like these people making millions of dollars on these videos are, there's nothing of substance here. It's like someone that I said I work with was just like, she's like, I got, you know, I got 10,000 followers on TikTok or whatever. And she, she was like uh, on her lunch break came back and she showed this thing where it's just her mouthing something that someone already had done. And the thing that someone had done was actually kind of funny. Um, but she like, you know, she was so, she's a nice person. I don't mean to talk shit. Um, she'll never hear this, but she was like, she was like, I had to do it. I had to make this video and the, her making a video was just her lip syncing this little routine that someone had already done. And I was like, I was like, what, this is what, like this is what is substance now yeah because they t- like tiktok in general they take there are some cool things that you can do with other people's videos like you can duet things say if you know if someone's singing a song you can add guitar to it or if someone's playing guitar you can sing the song and yeah. duet it and be in the video together and that's how it like creates this chain and that's like a big part of 
TikTok's algorithm and stuff and how people get popular. But the stuff that I don't, I really don't understand how people can get crazy numbers as far as their views are when they just do lip singing. Dude, and they're I just standing there like acting out, <clears throat> acting out a scene. It, it just seems a little. I just don't understand it really, and th- and that's what I'm saying. It's an old person. We are thing. too. We're too old. I mean, I I remember in the you know, almost early days of people making money on YouTube, just like you know, someone would come on and be like, "Oh, I here's me playing a cover," and then get all these views of them playing a cover. I used to, I used to think that that was lazy, you know, right. or or just not creative, you know, right. and now it's like even more than that, where it's just like, you're not doing anything right. and you've got all of these views and all of these, like, you know, some people just are just, they have accounts, they're fan accounts. And what they do is they just find some lane and then they find all the videos and they just repost or like reshare the videos. It's crazy. And then, and then that person gets tens of thousands of followers. Yeah. And it's funny cause it's like young people, my my niece does this and she has like thousands and thousands of followers on TikTok by posting other people's content and it's like okay that's kind of cool but it's but it's chasing likes it's yeah. chasing followers and chasing likes and really yeah. not doing anything so it's just i you know people I, people aren't using their talents or people all everyone's just trying to get popular yeah i i i told the the young person that i was that i was ripping apart their youtube videos i was i was serious <laughs> like pause okay here's why this sucks this is so dumb and it's i was like, like stan marsh i was like oh one of one of his jokes that he used twice was he was saying he was going to make a, a chocolate cake from buca de beppo and he and what he, it you never heard of Buca de Beppo? What's Buca de Beppo? It's a it's a it's a fun word to say. It's a restaurant, and they have like oh. huge meatballs. Um, but he was Ooh. like, he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, make this chocolate cake from a Buca Buca de Buca de and and he like fake mispronounced it, and he used that joke twice. And I was like, I was like, pause. He's fake mispronounced. That's the joke. Yeah. And I said, I said, I was like, if you were to like actually approach content with like something thought out, if you're going to do a joke, like think about the joke, think about what the joke is, yeah. write it out, like put a little time into Figure it. Figure it out. I was, I- I'm like, this generation would be like, oh my gosh. Well, things are so easy to post. Yeah. Things are so easy to do. You can just say, oh, what's that? I can just, I can just mispronounce it and that'd be funny. And if the person's like relatively good looking or, or whatever, or has followers, they can do that stupid ass joke. And then a bunch of teenage girls would be like, (laughs) Uh, it's it's so funny. (laughs) It's amazing. It's crazy. Then on to the next thing. So It's it's a really strange world. It's tough to, it's like we work in the entertainment industry by being musicians touring musicians but it's like you're not chasing the fame just for fame yeah you know you're trying to put things out there that connect with people that are are like play and be talented (laughs) actually Mm -hmm. work on your craft so it's just a strange i don't know it's it's a pretty it's it's already been said really there's there's not a lot of hard triers not a lot of hard drives these days. And I feel like 
people listening have not gone to buy the I'm a hard trier shirt. There's only been a couple. What? Only been a couple. The F. You know, we're, we're, people we're don't want to be hard triers. People don't want to be hard triers. And people don't want to go and buy the after the gig hard, I'm a hard trier shirt. Right. Teespring.com. Because maybe that means you're not a hard trier. But if you are a hard trier, you should probably go get an I'm a hard trier shirt. Go get that shirt. Go get that shirt. <laughs> um, all right. There's something here about tiny desk concerts. And speaking of YouTube and tiny desk concerts, I have been watching a buttload of tiny desk concerts mm-hmm. from my couch at home. Mm. And one of my favorite tiny desk concerts was Harry Styles. Interesting. Harry Styles is incredibly talented. He's so it, it's so good. Like I love his voice. Love the love the band. Like say what you want about One Direction and and the whole you know the the look and and whatever. It's just like really entertaining and really good. I will have to watch that because he seems like such a douche to me. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure he is. There's there's a couple people. There's a couple people that I'm like, you know, if I ever met this person, maybe just for the story and just for the legend, maybe I'll just fight them. Like if I ever like come across like Adam Levine, Adam Levine, right? He's the Maroon 5 guy. Yeah. See him, him, he seems so douchey. But that's the thing is like, I'm he's sure, so I'm sure he's actually, yeah, he's great. I love, I, I actually, songs. I love Maroon 5 so much. The songs about Jane, man. Dude, dude when albums. that album came out, I, I smashed that album. I wore that CD out. But that being said, like, can you imagine if like, if we, you know, did something with them and I was just like, what's up, man? What's the problem? <laughs> and I and I beat him up. What? <laughs> like just for the story. That would be like a legendary story. And right. I feel like Harry Styles is like like also super he, super douche. He could could be that guy. I feel like he would make it easy for me. I you know what I mean? Like I've ran across a couple of people um in my in in my day where I'm like, "Oh, like you are a, a super shitty person and you're being a total dick to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Harry Styles would be one of those people. I think you need to watch a little bit more. Cause I, I, I feel like I have a good sense of those kinds of people, like really douchey people mm-hmm. or like really condescending people or, you know, just people that you just don't want to be friends with. Yeah. And I watch, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's cool. I don't know. I think he, I think he, he might he get might a pass. Be. He might be. You should you should definitely watch it because will, the band that he it. has is I will is reassess. Sick. I will it's reassess. All right, I'm just going to scroll right past the Demi Lovato stuff. I almost the the person that I came closest to to seriously like handing out a serious ass whipping to was the guitar player for the band Barley Juice. Barley Juice. Why does that sound so familiar? We played with them only once or twice like years at, ago at right? Annapolis Irish Fest. Okay, he was the biggest dick. Like it got to the point where Doug was like, "John, you just get off the stage. Just go. Just really, go. yeah." It was that. It went that far. It went that far. Wow. 
and he was like, he's like, get off the stage. He's like, I'll handle, I'll handle your setup. Just get off the stage. And I had to go for a run. What was he doing to you? Okay. So we show up. We're the headliners, by the way. And it was Barley Juice, which is the shittiest band. Like, for real talk. Like, they're fucking terrible. If you I lo- can't get past the name. Yeah. If you, if you just look up like like videos of them playing you're like oh that's a shitty band and i've always found that the shittier the band the more the less cool they are about just like things like stage space and 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 just cool in general so well that's a whole thing about bands being ultra competitive for no reason and yeah because you're like defensive because you you're terrible because this is all we have yeah exactly yeah exactly so this this i get on stage the the way it was set up at the Naples Irish Fest was um, it was barley juice, Scythian, carbon leaf, then a little break, and then those three bands in that order again, again, again. So each each band played two sets, okay, in that order. So we're the headliners, and I never I never go, hey, we're the headliners. Shut up. You know, I never pull take rank your, like that because you should just be cool anyway. Right. It doesn't matter whether I'm a headliner or the, the very first opener. It doesn't matter. But as like any band that is on a bill, the, the band playing last, you should be cool too. And they should know <laughs> they were playing first. Right. So they're the lowest build. If you're first at so three. Any, so anyone else that they see is higher build than they are. Right. So, so they should know better anyway. Right. So anyway, we get on stage. They're going to go on in a little bit. But you know how we do at festivals. We try to pre-stage. Right. So we're trying to, trying to throw stuff up on stage. He has a road case with a, with a little duvet cover over it. And then an acoustic amp, which is the size of my fucking iPad. It's tiny this little acoustic amp and a couple of harmonicas which which what's a douchier instrument than a than a harmonica unless you're john popper you okay. know what I mean? all right well as long as we're going to clarify that <laughs> <laughs> and this or guy. or cv wonder those two anyone else anyone else you're douchebag kick rocks <laughs> um so scott mulville so, so uh, scott, scott okay so we've got three and i'm sure there's I'll allow, I'll allow four more. I'm sure there's four Four more more. that I don't know. Okay, perfect. But if you're just like, you know, get, get out of here. So it was also wearing like a silk shirt. You remember the days like when you were just like a kid and you're like, I got a gig tonight. You mean when you were super cool? Let's go to the, let's go to the, um, to the thrift shop and I'm going to get a butterfly collar. After this, after this story, (laughs) after you're done with this story, we're going through old bad gig clothes. Okay. Dude, but do you remember, like, I yes. got a, I got a gig. I'm going to go specifically buy a butterfly collar. Yeah. Probably, he was wearing one of those. Cool. But Buttoned way down. Buttons way open. Way down? Buttons way open. Do you have anyway, nice, a good set? I get on stage. Chest hair? He uh, he has his, his little setup there. That's easy. Easy to move. And I'm just like, hey, man, so, you know, do you think we can work out? I'm going to put my stuff... Um, like either behind you. So after you play, if you could, if you could swipe it or whatever, immediately, he's just like, I mean, look, uh," you know, he's like doing that face. 
like that. Like, I'm sorry. Is there something wrong with your face? <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, man, well, I was like, why don't, why don't I put my stuff, you know, put my stuff there. I'll, I'll push it back a little bit and you can just put your amp like on top of it. And he's like, right. I don't, you know, well, I don't know, man, kind of want my stuff where I put it. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm already <laughs> yeah. getting like so mad. Right. And, uh, so I was just like, I sort of took this like, all right, fuck it. So I put it way off to the side. I was like, I'll deal with this in a little bit, put it away off to the side. And there was no, no room. Like the only place I could put it off to the side and it was in front of the fan. And he goes, um, uh, can you not put your stuff in front of the fan? I mean, <laughs> it's kind of important. Oh my God. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. Like I seriously, I was like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And, and he was like, uh, he was like, look, I'll do whatever you want. Can we do this after we play? And I was like, sure, man, no problem. So we get off the stage. They play their dumb set, like their <laughs> super dumb set. Um, and, and they're up there. Oh, we're curing cancer. Like, you don't understand how good we are. You know, like that, that's the attitude that they have. And they're terrible. And so we get back on stage. We get back on stage after they're done. And I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, so maybe we can take your stuff. We can just put it on top of my stuff. And he, and he, and, and he's giving me just, all, he's leaning into me. He's giving me all kinds of shit. And he's like, why don't you just set it up, uh, behind my stuff and when it, you know, and then move it. And I was like, well, and you know how our world is all of the wires go behind yeah, my rig. It does like so much. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but there's a lot going on and I feel like, I really don't feel like swiping it like after we play. And he goes, right. oh, 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 yeah. And I was like looking at his little amp and that's when Doug came over and Doug was like, just get off the stage, just yeah. go off the stage. And so I'm like pacing like on the side. I'm so like, mad. I, I have done everything I could to be nice and to be cool with this guy. Yeah. But it is in his DNA to be a douchebag. Yeah, totally. And so I'm just like sitting there like pacing on the side of the stage. And and Doug's like, just Doug's like, I will handle this. And so he never like, he, like I had to put my amp like way like in a weird spot just because of this guy. And so I'm like waiting for him to get off the stage. And I'm like... I, I, I'm already, you know, you know, when you're like already like, yeah. you're already like, I'm going to make this guy say something say the douchey so that I can hit him or what? Or yeah. I was just, I was in that, I, in that yep, spot. Yep, yep. So Doug was like, why don't we go for a run? Like, why don't we go for a run? Did. Wow. And, and then no, that's good sound guy right there. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, Doug, Doug was, <laughs> Doug was, was a very good handler. And so anyway, by the time, by the time story would have been better if you beat him up, but well, so, <laughs> so the next time we played with, so them, we've played with them two other times before that. Are they still together as a band? I, I don't, I mean, they're so good. Fuck. They're so good. I have no idea. Um, that they, they're, they've played with us two other times when we played at, um, uh, uh, Annapolis Irish Fest. Um, when we did that Gaelic Storm, um, when it was Carbon Leaf and Gaelic Storm playing at the same time. Oh, I was there when Barley Juice played. You were there, yes, because I was telling the story to of. I remember you telling the story before, but I just I didn't put two and two together that they were actually there. That day. I was I was telling this the story. It was it was the it was when our studio flooded. 
It yeah. was that show. And so I was telling the story because I was like, oh, Barley Juice is going to be here later, like playing on the stage. And I was telling the story to everyone, to Gail Storm guys, but also like all the, all right. the stage crew guys. And like, <laughs> like Barley Juice came and was like, you know, they're kind of kind of douchey, crappy band selves. Yeah. And, and they played. And then like there was like no hang. You know what I mean? Like they just played and everyone was See like, See you later. Beat it. We're you out know? Of here. And it's just like us and Gaelic Storm and and the Gothard sisters were all like hanging and like having fun. Playing and on like, stage together. I was like, bye bye. But it was also like he had aged, like that guy had aged a lot. Yeah. Like he he went from like dark hair to to gray hair and gray beard and yeah. stuff like that. And I was just like, what am I gonna beat the shit out of this old man? You know what I mean? I was like, it's like, kind of crazy at guess this so. point. Yeah, I know. I guess I'm going to have to. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. Yeah. One one good leg kick is all I want. Just like, ah! Sweep the leg, Danny. Or just like one like one like liver kick. Gah! Just fold him in half. <laughs> yeah. Make him throw up. But that, was the, that was the most, that was like the most mad I've ever been at like, cause like, you know, it's like, I don't normally get mad at stuff. Uh, and that, that guy made me so mad to the, to the point where I'm still like mad at him. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had, I don't remember if I've like wanted to strike somebody at, at a show. I remember, I remember doing battle of the band. Did you elbow someone in the face at one of your shows? Elbow someone in the face recently. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I forgot this. I didn't. It was at the uh, at the bar that I used to play at, and this guy kept on coming up behind me, mm-hmm. and I fucking cracked him right in the in the jaw. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then I've also hit people with sticks. I've thrown sticks at people. That's that's I love that. It's like stuff that happens all the time. That you just forget about. It. But yeah. um, I what else? <laughs> What was I going to say? I had one. But, oh, yeah, there was a bunch of Battle of the Bands things that used to happen at our high school. And it was, the like, the thing that you you can't be at this level, like, douchey or, uh, or just mean to p- other bands or mm. mean to other artists or, or, like, vibe people out or whatever. It was only that. Mm-hmm. It was only that in high school. Yeah. So... You would get up on stage. Everyone would be judging your gear. Everybody would be judging your playing, of judging course. your songs. Like, yeah. you know, looking, giving people the side eye, vibing people out. It was just like such a, it, it was a really competitive environment. Sure. A really, really competitive environment. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've had, I've almost like hit band mates before yeah you know arguments in the back and it's things like that it's super weird it's it's that's the you can either go two ways and i feel like most of the people at i mean at our level which is not like super high level but it's like we've been doing it long enough that it's like you know we're we're, you know top 10 percent of bands in the world right right something like like that just because there's so many bands so many bands. that are that are you know not quite at like our draw level just even like just like, even a working band that can travel across the country and have people at their shows exactly exactly mm. there's 
at, at this level, generally, I find that people are cool. And, and even people that are like, you know, we don't open for a lot of people, but like, I remember doing some tours with like, you know, Toad the Wet Sprocket and like those guys were so cool. Like all of them, yeah. every single one of those dudes, like the drummer went up to Jason was like, man, I just, you know, do you think that you could give me like lessons or something like that? Like who is secure enough in their playing to go to the opener and be like, Hey, you think you could give me some lessons? Like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it blows my mind. Like, like those, that level of, of person is generally like super cool. I, I find that it's like when the people feel like they have to overcompensate, yeah, you know, and go the other way with it, you know, mm-hmm. is when they have to, when they start to, you know, puff the chest out a little bit. Right. I always feel like that, um, you know, I would, I would definitely do something like Dean and I talk about drum stuff all the time. Like when I see him do something like, can you show me like what you're doing there or, you know, vice versa just to like kind of, cause everyone experience like comes up in a different way mm-hmm. and has a different experience. Like I had a lot of like marching band, background when I started. So I had a lot of rudimentary rudimentary stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was never really into finding different parts of the kit or using different like shakers, like odd things to make sounds and rhythms. So it's, it's very, it's an interesting thing how different people come up in a different way. And that's really cool. when when other bands can like, I love, I love that you and Scott, you know, like, he'll play something you'll learn it and you'll you guys will play together and, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a cool vibe it's always nice when there's people around like that that are open like i've had always. when i when i talked to liz longley or when i talked to uh when i had nick out howard on the show they i was always like you know i don't write with a lot I, my writing is mainly for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and and i i want to branch out a bit more but I'm like afraid to do it because I'm sure. super self-conscious about it. And they were like, just send me whatever. Don't like, you should hear the bullshit that I send to people, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, you forget, you forget mm-hmm. that everybody, everybody's human, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, you put, we put people up on a pedestal so much. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I don't, I don't remember. I'm just, I'm remembering, I'm trying not to forget to, well, first of all, I completely blocked that gig out where I elbowed that guy in the face. When you said that, I was like, I did what? And then I, now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. I was in Portobellis in Brighton center guy with a huge Irish guy with tattoos came yeah. up behind me. I was playing with Chris Brown, who is, who was on the show. And it, it was like, imagine a huge person with tattoos just hovering over your back. Yeah. When, when you're on like a stage, mm-hmm. do you ever see the, uh, gross. You ever see, <clears throat> when guitar shorty punched that girl on stage no dude it, 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 it i'm sure there's a lawsuit and i'm sure that it was um uh you know i can't find it anymore on you can't the, on find the, it nope can't find it anymore but this girl drunk drunk white girl gets on stage which is is like so annoying you know what I mean? It's guitar like shorty you, punch. you're not, you're not part of the show, but anyway, he's like taking a solo and she gets on stage and she's doing the like, mm, you know, like yeah. the, the drunk white girl point, you know, you're, oh, yeah. mm, I'm drunk. Play and, this song. And dude, he just turns around and just boom. Ooh. And she 
drops. And you, I mean, you should never, I mean, you shouldn't be punching people anyway. You know what I mean? You never know. You sure as fuck should not be punching women. Like, and especially someone that is not doing anything like you, like I, I, you know, I talk about like beating people up or whatever, but like, I've only beat people up that like super deserved it. And, and, uh, Jimmy, that's, uh, not, it's still clean. So don't put anything in there quite yet. I have to empty the dishwasher. I did half of it. (laughs) Sorry. Close one. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, but, but I've only ever acted in self-defense and things like that. Um, well the story when, when you, Threw the guy over the patio Did in he, DC. It, it, guy, it took it took so much for you to get to get to that point. Exactly. It's like this, I gave him this is what has to happen. I gave him all the chances and and, and he charged at me and he you know all that yeah. good stuff. It's incredible that there's a video of it. Th- that being said, getting on stage is like <laughs> strikes a certain chord with you, me. You might get hit with a headstock. Well, dude. He, I just like, there was like most of me, 99.999% of me was like, I'm telling you, they scrubbed it from the internet. Yeah, it's not. 99.99999% of me was just like, that is so wrong. You do not like punch people like that. Like there's no reason for that. But that one little But I don't think anybody's going to be doing it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Little 1%. I was like, man. It's horrible. It's like when that guy punched Snooki on on jersey shore that she she wasn't even doing she wasn't doing anything crazy oh my that was crazy i watched that again over and over and over again i loved jersey shore i I, used to have a jim tan laundry sticker on my rig (laughs) dude i loved jersey shore so much so did i it was one of my favorite shows so good me and my sister used to just paulie d is from johnston rhode island which is the next town over dude dude I have, I still have my Pauly D shirt. It's a, it's a, it's a deep V neck and it has, you know, his elbow tattoo with the, with the star on it. Yeah. 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 It has that star. It's a deep V. I'll, I'll actually bring it on. Uh, I already packed for this tour for that. We're leaving for tomorrow. I'll bring it on the next tour. Um, and I'll wear it a bunch, but I still have my Pauly D shirt. We were playing at, um, sh- the Shamrock Fest in JFK parking lot in DC, um, which was, you know, we play for 10,000 people or whatever. It's like, it was, uh, it's always so much fun. And I was wearing, and he was DJing. Oh, that's and, awesome. and I'm wearing my Pauly D sh- shirt because I wanted to like find him and be like, I love you so much. And I was wearing my Pauly D shirt. I'm sitting side stage, like, <clears throat> you know, watching this you know whatever local right. irish right. band and they're going dunk, 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 and this <laughs> this dunk, dunk, dunk. you know like that that yeah, like i know exactly p- punk irish <laughs> yeah, band yeah, yeah. you know and this guy is going off like this i was already like you know i was like oh i don't like this guy because he was doing the thing where he's going we're, we're talking real Irish music here. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're not really playing real Irish music. Right. He's like, let's get real Irish fair. You're yeah. from Maryland. You know <laughs> what I mean? But he's like, he's like, this is a real Irish music. We're playing real Irish music. 
poly D doesn't belong here. And he's going off. What? And I'm sitting there wearing my poly D shirt on side stage. And he is going off on Paul on poly D being there. And I'm like, why do you care? That's but crazy. He's going off on poly D. And I remember him, me sitting there and him going, cabs are here to take your ass the fuck out of here. Or like something like that. And I'm wearing my poly D shirt. And I take my jacket. And I'm like, Close. Close. <laughs> like he's, he's gonna be very upset that i'm such a huge fan yeah they're gonna they just be one of they could go one of two ways either you close the jacket or you say paulie d paulie d dude it's so funny he's like going off on poor paulie d i gave my friend it's uh, incredible i gave my friend Kristen um uh, a backstage pass and she went to his stage and nice. used used it to hang out with him and i was like oh I'm he's so cool jealous. he's a nice guy I mean, he's so Rhode Island. Yeah. So Rhode Island. It's yeah. unbelievable. Imagine getting up every day and doing your hair like that. Dude. That's a skill, dude. Dude, that guy. Doing it yourself. I mean, he was on a TV show that was like huge for just a couple seasons. He So you he didn't have to do much. You know, he just had to be be a goof. And now he just travels around. I mean, he made all the money. Yeah. And then he just travels around DJing. You yeah. know, it's just like, damn, dude. But it's cool. Like, imagine. so lucky. Well, imagine, you know, you get selected for the show that becomes a massive hit. Like, any, mm-hmm. any show, it's like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. So, you're, you're, you're known by everybody. Yeah. And especially in your home state, the whole show is about being, like, a New England Guido. Yeah. So you're that guy in that place Mm -hmm. and you love it. Yeah. And you just basically made yourself able to do the thing that you love. Like he loves DJ. He might Mm -hmm. not be, I I don't really know if he's a good DJ or not. I mean, what's a good DJ? I'm sure he's fine. You know, all, all DJs are just fine. Well, I mean, there's, there's don't stick up for them. They're our natural enemy. (laughs) They're taking our job. (laughs) They took your job. They're taking our job. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> um, but I mean, now he just gets to do whatever he wants. It's crazy. Whatever he, he well, he gets to do the thing that he loves. Yeah. Anytime so he wants, cool. he has it's all so the money. Cool. I, I am, I am like, I think it's so cool when people get to do cool things. You know? Yeah. Paulie does the shit. I love Vinny. Vinny and Paulie D were were the best. I feel bad for the situation, man. He he went he went through some shit. Yeah. He was also a lunatic. Um, all right. This is, this is an hour. Yeah. We got an hour. Do you got anything else? I know you said uh, a few weeks ago that you had a bunch of stuff, so I, I wanted to make sure that we I got it. I think, I think I, I can't remember half of it, and then I think I touched on the other half. We can also do do another one from the road. We're going to be out yeah. out here for a couple weeks. So Yeah. I wanted to actually, like, I was thinking of... of um, writing into the so i've i'm i've become a, an enormous fan of the josh potter show okay. and it's like my favorite podcast at this point it's really good it's so good he's and, why i want to do more do some some more segments i mean i know it's not like that kind of show but yeah yeah i will i, will, I love when he talks about sports i dude, love when he talks about entertainment so news and he it's, does his broadcasting he's, voice he's so fantastic um i want i'd like to apologize i'd like to apologize some of the words i used were not proper it probably offended some people to it. is the way to it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so good. I actually want to, I want to write into his podcast and I want to do a segment for him. Just like story, mm. st- story. Cause you know, that's always like just story time, funny story time, story time. Just like, just like something funny and weird and crazy always happens. Every tour. Yeah. Where you're just like, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. Um, I want to do that, dude. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to take us out on, uh, God, I have so many from, from our Motley Crue video. I have just like so many videos. Outtakes. Yeah. Just like ridiculous. Like I might, I might make an outtake video. Please, please do that. Outtakes and bloopers are like my favorite thing to watch. I like those better than the show. Dude, you, you gotta see, you gotta see this one where we're on the bus and I'm showing you the iPad and I'm like, Oh, and you're like, no, um, there's one where Terry coughs and I shoot him this look, <laughs> dude, I shoot him this look where it's just like, what's the, what are you doing? Like, it's so funny. So maybe I'll make a little blooper video, but I'm mostly me going, that was pretty good. That was, <laughs> that was good. Some, some of it's, some of it's really funny. I wanted to take us out on the, the chili dog song. All right. But I can't find it. Hold on, I can get it. it. Is it on YouTube? Um, it's gotta be. I don't know. It's gotta be on YouTube. We gotta let people know. Well, so what's the backstory behind the Chili Dog song? Where does it come from? It was just a guy on TikTok, and he was just like, "It's oh yeah, I found it." He was just like, "Dude." And, and that line sucking on a chili dog is just like such an alarming line. So this that, is gonna screw up my algorithm. So this guy, I got it. I got it. Oh, good. So this guy makes this video of he takes all Jack and Diane, the entire song, and he changes all the words to sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Oh, shit. Wrong button. Chili dog. Sucking on a 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 chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. Oh, chili yeah. dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Chili. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on. So, he says dur- sucking on a dog. Dur- during this break, he looks at his teleprompter and it just all says sucking on chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a dog. I love the internet. Oh, the internet's the best. All right. Let's wrap it. All right. Wrap it up. I love you. Love you too. Later. See ya.